0: Welcome back to another episode of Speak to the Beak. I am Tim the Ferds, joined by Keith Hernandez. And Keith, the Mets blew a p- pretty big lead today, but it wasn't the worst loss in baseball, <laughs> was it?
1: Thank God, yeah. Uh, it was close close to being the worst loss in baseball, but thankfully the Yankees bullpen strikes again. This time it was not Chapman, even though if it was, that would have just been... I feel like that would have been the end of the season if Altuve had a, another walk-off home run for Chapman in Houston. Um, that but yeah, insane. blowing a six, blowing what a five, a five run lead. Sorry, blowing a five run lead in the ninth inning is not, not pretty.
0: It's not pretty, is right. That's definitely for sure. And it was actually Altuve's second three run homer, off Green this season. Yeah, that's what I heard on MLB Network. There, crazy stuff. Um, look, but me and Keith got a pretty good show for you today. All right, so we're gonna talk. Unfortunately, Ronald Acuna Jr.'s injury. What it means for him and the Braves. Uh, We're going to talk a little MLB draft. We currently have that going on right now as we're recording this. And, uh, of course, the real reason why you're here this week, home run derby bets as well as home run derby prop bets. Oh, yeah. Uh, And, obviously, if you're watching on the video here and you're like, wow, Keith is, like, looking at the ceiling, He's got a new dual monitor stack, like one on top of the other, so the stats are on top. So every time time Keith looks up, he's looking for some hard-hitting knowledge, so just for the people watching. Um, My cheat notes. That's right. Before we get started, usual stuff I'm going to tell you. If you're on the YouTube channel, subscribe, like it, send it to a friend, whatever. If you want to lose degenerate friends that likes to gamble on basically anything, like I don't want to lose friends literally gambles on like Korean League basketball, it's like insane um yeah like i don't know i don't know but that's what they do so if you want to send it to more of your degenerate gambling friends this might be the episode for them because we got home run derby picks and prop bets coming up um if you're on spotify apple or whatever else you're going to listen on there subscribe rate and review follow etc check out the website beakbrands.com written content is there like the waiver wire column podcast is also there Coming up, if you're one of those NFL people, we have our 32 and 32 series starting in about two weeks, give or take. Um, So if you're there for that, that'll be up on the site as well. Or if you want to hear Tom cry about McGregor snapping his leg in half, that'll probably come out on Tuesday. So that'll be there for you also. Um, And with no baseball on, or basically any sports of any kind that matters, uh, you'll have plenty of time to read about that. And obviously... Follow Beak Brands on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. All right, Keith. So we're going to start with the unfortunate news first. Ronald Acuna Jr., I don't know, top five player in baseball. Yep. Tears his ACL. He's out for the season. So I guess, I mean, obviously. So I guess we'll start with him. It was non-contact injury. And it's weird that you see, like, you don't really get those in baseball. Like, the ACLs that you would get in football, they're not nearly as common. Uh, So, what do you think it means for him? Like, is he going to be back beginning of next year or, like, all-star break? you think they're going to slow play it with him? I I, mean, after they just screwed over Mike Soroka. So, what do you
1: think? Yeah, I mean, they they killed Soroka. So, I mean, they should – ideally, they take their time with him. Usually, if you like baseball, ACL injuries are usually somewhere between, like, the eight- to nine-month range for recovery. Uh, if anyone remembers Strowman in 2015, towards ACL at the beginning of the season, five months, recovered fully and got a college degree from Duke. In that time frame, came back and pitched four starts in September and and helped the uh, helped the Blue Jays secure that that postseason spot. Uh, that was that was a crazy run. But uh, I I know he he reached out to Acuna too, offering help on if he needs any any recovery tips or whatever. But I, I would think they take it slow with him after what just happened to Soroka.
0: Yeah, for sure. And we saw, uh, you know, Andrew McCutcheon tear his ACL two years ago now, right? Two- yeah, against
1: the Mets, I think.
0: Yeah, two years ago. um, And he came back the next season.
1: So Yes, but he had he had the, all, all that extra time to recover because of the late start. Correct.
0: So that's why I'm thinking, uh, you know, obviously for Acuna, he is – even with Freddie Freeman, there he's the best player on their team. Yeah, um, I think. Well, they're who gonna... knows?
1: Freddie Freeman might might not be there next year.
0: Oh, I, stealing my transitions. That's right. <laughs> so I uh, guess my next thing was. I think we both agree they're gonna sit on Acuna if they can. Yeah. Let's start with for right now. Did that kill the Braves?
1: Yes. Okay. I mean, they lost. They lost today. Like they they won that won that game yesterday one run against the Marlins. They lost pretty bad today. They're not gonna have much offense outside of, you know, Freddie Freeman and and Albies. Um, you know, Darno's out for the season who's who'd been good for them. Uh that puts, you know, Ender and Ciarte back in a spot to to start again. Um, so you're gonna be running outfield out there with no Ozuna, um uh, and no Acuna now. Oh, trust me, I know about <laughs> it's Ozuna. Like you don't have to <laughs> remind me. <laughs> um but, yeah, it's, it's definitely definitely been a very weird year uh, for the Braves.
0: I was going to say, they were a lot of people's picks to win the NL East. But, I mean, between yep. – like, just in the past, like, two and a half months, Ozuna's out for – well, he was injured and then, you know, whatever else he was doing there, mm-hmm. a little domestic violence. Acuna's out. Darno is out. Soroka's out. Those are, like, arguably, outside of Freddie Freeman, those are their four best players. I mean, well, not Darnot, yeah okay, but ignore him. Not Darnell, but yeah. But, yeah, the other guys. I don't know any team that could survive that. Like, maybe the for Mets. short stints
1: of time, <laughs> but, like, for the whole year, I don't know. Yeah, no, you can't you can't take that for the whole year. I mean, I guess you could say that the Mets were in a similar situation with, you know, one of the best players slumping for the first two months, hitting under 200 for literally, like, Forty-five games. Um, their best hitter, Jeff McDeal, was out for like thirty-nine games. Yeah, and he's just starting to heat up. Um, the best hitter on the team from last year could for to play like an MVP is hitting under two hundred. Um, well, that also, yep. Al- Alonzo Alonzo was out for two weeks. Carrasco's been out the whole season. cindergaard has been out the whole season. Um, you know, bullpen guys going down. Tejram going down twice. He's missed about four starts. Um. Uh, yeah, but no, no team's gonna survive with you know when your top all top players are out, especially when they're you know they're gonna be out the rest of the season. That's what I
0: mean. The Mets kind of survive. It's like you know there's like help coming on the horizon. Like we'll get these guys yeah. back. Like these guys for the Braves, like they are done for. The, there's not even. There's God. no. There's no hope. Like they're not coming back at yeah. all. So did, they're you know replacing these guys with like Drew Smiley and he's actually been pretty good. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you think now like? This is the Mets' division to lose. Atlanta was a top contender. They're out of it. I don't see Miami making a push. Philadelphia just can't seem to get their act together on a consistent basis. Yep. And then, obviously, Strasburg yeah. is still down for the Nats.
1: So. 100%, 100% their division to lose. I mean, they've been in first place for over two months now. Even though it's only been, you know, four or five games to lead max. Like, this is 100% their division to lose. Um, Especially with how, the you know, the team – like talks about themselves like after the game, like in their all their interviews and stuff, it is it'll it'll it would be embarrassing if they were to, to blow this even though no matter how small the lead is. But, um, you know I think I think this All Star break is going to be good for everyone to get their stuff together and and make that last push.
0: That's right. Um, let's keep it with Atlanta though. One last thing, what does yeah. this mean for Freddie Freeman, impending free agent? He has been the key cog to their team for. I don't know, ten years, almost ten years, yeah. yeah. So, do you think they like, hey, we'll trade you, but we want to re-sign you in free agency?
1: I don't, I don't think they trade him, but I he leaves in free agency. You think That's my leaves. guess with him. Okay, but he leaves. My thing is that the fact that they hadn't even offered him anything the last two three seasons was especially before this off season or before this season started in, uh last winter the fact that they didn't even you know offer him anything was a bad sign for me um so i was i was already thinking about him leaving and you know where he'd go in the future uh but it, it's gonna be weird if he if he were to leave and you know you see him outside in, in another uniform All right. so with that being said do you
0: think they trade him then? Maybe they know they're not no, gonna resign them. No, you think they just play it out and let them go for
1: nothing? I think they're just gonna. Well, I think that. I mean, if you're four games within the division. You're not out of it. You still have three you weeks, though. There are yes. They could pull the Cubs and be ball very ball. out of it very quickly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, you know my my favorite Twitter account, Meek Phil. Um, <laughs> he he tweeted, uh, "How historically bad do the Cubs have to be to?" <laughs> to be able to trade their entire team and that was a day that was a night they pitched a no-hitter and since then they've lost what 14 out of 15 something like that so and next day historically bad so it could happen it could happen to the braves too it could
0: happen to the braves too is right um but i just wanted to check in there on freddie freeman and get your thoughts yeah um let's quickly talk about the major league baseball draft and then we'll hit the home run derby like i said we got winner picks prop bets longest ball like all this garbage that you can bet online so here we go um the mlb draft obviously not nearly as anticipated as the nfl draft because the the thing that does suck about baseball is that you take this guy in the first round and it's like all right see you in four years so it's not like an immediate return you know you're an nfl fan you take whatever, like the Jets took Makai Becton, not this draft, but the draft before that, and he starts from day one and he's out there. So you get a connection with yeah. the players, you know. Uh, who Orioles in 2019 took Rushman in a – I don't think he's played, like, at I all. I don't think – he's he hasn't
1: played. I think he's still in double A. As a so it's um, like
0: even if it's you pick someone who's, like, a highly touted prospect, they're still years yeah. away from making an impact on your team which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. But there were, this draft had, like, some notable players at the top that even if you're, like, a baseball casual, you might have known. So the Pittsburgh Pirates had the first pick in the draft, and they decided to, I don't know what they were doing. They took Henry Davis, he's a catcher, Um, and then Jack Leiter, who many people thought was the best pitcher in the draft, I tend to agree, went to Texas. I'm not going to read off all these picks. Uh, but eventually somehow Kumar rocker fell to the Mets at 10 and I had texted Keith like two hours for the draft. I'm like, yo, who do you think the Mets get at 10? And he said, Kumar rocker. Hopefully he slides. LOL. They said, just kidding. Like we'll probably just take some random college pitcher. And then yeah. the angels <laughs> are picking at nine and we're like, this might actually happen. And then it happened. Uh, so let's talk draft philosophy. Cause like I said, a lot of these guys aren't going to come up for a while. Um, where do you stand on the Pirates taking a catcher? Because no one had that projected, number one. Stupid. And number two, what is – if you had to run in an, a major league baseball team, what would your draft philosophy kind of be? Because you, you tend to see, uh, like, tendencies with teams. Like, a lot of teams go hitting in the first round. A lot of teams go pitching. Mm-hmm. Some teams are like, I only want to pick guys that I know are going to sign. Like, I don't want to pick a guy and then he decides to go to college and then we don't get him yeah. and blah, blah, blah
1: um all that mess yeah so what what do
0: you think of one the pirates pick and two your draft philosophy
1: yeah um I pirates pick was stupid because he <laughs> wasn't even like a top five player on the board um i don't really know their farms wasn't too well i don't even know if there was a, a need for catcher
0: there what do you mean and you if don't there know was the
1: pirates pipeline come on keith sorry <laughs> <laughs> um but i mean like Jack Leiter was, I think, to me very clearly the, the number one player, not the, just the number one pitcher available. Um, Even though, you know, before the college season started, even a couple months before the draft in, you know, March, April, June, May, whatever, skipping months. Yeah, spring, you
0: are, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> um, The – uh like, Kumar Rocker was almost clearly, like, number one pick. And then, you know, he had a great freshman year 2019. Shortened year last year in 2020. Um, Came back for his junior year. And he was very good this year. He had one little not-so-great start in Game 3 of the uh, College World Series, which Vanderbilt lost in that game. Um, But still, I mean, struck out 179 guys in 122 innings. Yeah. I, I think he's gonna be a very good guy someone on ESPN I don't remember his name one of their analysts said that he could be like a, you know what K-Rod did when he got drafted in like 2002 or whatever and what Price did in 2008 he could be a guy that if he's polished enough he could come in to the bullpen and be like super reliever that's what the uh,
0: who did that Finnegan was the, the most recent guy to do that Finnegan with, yes. with the Royals and then they traded him to Cincinnati yes.
1: yeah did the Crochet do that was Crochet drafted the year he came up uh to look into that, um, but I know for a I fact that I Finnegan remember. did it.
0: Yeah, he was pitching in the World Series, and like two months ago, he was in college, so it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, when man. you when you so if you had to like have a like a whatever your draft philosophy would be, would mm-hmm. you be like you know, hey, our third baseman's like twenty nine, so we should take a third baseman because you know in five years we're gonna need a third baseman type of thing. Like, yeah. Some teams do draft for need. Are you just gonna go best player available? Because a lot of MLB uh, prospects like bust no matter how good they like yeah. so good they're supposed to be and we've seen it up mm-hmm. and down um so what would you kind of do if you were a GM like where do you think you would go
1: I think the last Mets front, o- Mets front office no matter how bad they were with other stuff they had a very very good draft philosophy in place where they would pick pretty much just the best player available with the first round pick uh someone who could who they thought they could sl- sign for you know below their first round projected slot value. So people who don't know with like signing bonuses for the MLB, you have like a certain amount of pool money and every pick has like a, a slot value and you can sign people for above or below that value, but you can't exceed your total amount of like signing bonus money. And if you do, you get penalized with money, draft picks, whatever, not 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 a good look. Um. So what the Mets would do is first round, they would pick the best player available, someone they knew they would sign for below their slot value. And then the next two rounds, they would pick all these high school kids who were like in the top 30 uh, of the rankings, who easily could have been first round picks, but they were going to go to college. They would choose them then and overpay for them. Um, And now you have these ridiculous top prospects who everyone thought was going to go to college. And now you have them on your team. You stole them in the second, third round. Um, and then you just pick, you know, high school uh, or college juniors and seniors, guys who you know are going to sign, and will sign below the slot value because they're done with school. Yep. Um, and you you build that's a, you you could build a quick, easy farm system with that. Yeah, because yeah, you're getting
0: guys that shouldn't be there. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I think if I had to be a general manager, to be honest, if I'm picking in the top ten, I'm taking a picture every single year. I don't care what position you play. <laughs> They could reincarnate Babe Ruth and be like, yeah, he's going to enter the draft. I'm taking a pitcher. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't care. Barry Bonds on steroids could be available. I'm taking Jack Lighter every time. Like,
1: that's just. I mean, who realistically, who was the best number one pick in like the last 10 years? It had to be like Harper, right? But that's, yeah. That,
0: that's what I mean. Like,
1: mm-hmm. in baseball, or Gar- or Garrett Cole. Garrett baseball, Cole nothing's after, guaranteed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, nothing's guaranteed, yeah. especially hitters. Like, we've seen it. Like, the Mets alone, like, two famous ones. Lasting's Millage, terrible. And then our boy, Fernando Martinez, terrible. Right? God, yeah. when the He's Yan- an
1: international signing, though. Yeah.
0: When the, Yankees, when the Yankees made that trade with Seattle all those years ago and gave up Montero, everyone was freaking out, and he was terrible. Like, it happens all the time. Even guys that are all really time. good, like Byron Buxton – he was, a, he was a top prospect. The guy still hasn't put it together because he can't stay on the field. Like, you just can't really yeah. project with these guys because everyone's, like, I know it's cliche, mm-hmm. everyone's on a different path, but, like, it's true. And hitters tend to bust a lot more often than pitchers that go in the top, whatever, unless it's due to injury. Yes. Uh, like, who was that yeah. guy, Brady Aiken? They took, like, in the top yeah. three, and he's thrown, like, zero career big league innings. Um, mm-hmm. But he blew his arm out, like, nine times. So, I mean, you always run that risk. But like I feel like pitchers in the first round are a lot safer
1: than hitters.
0: Like just generally,
1: generally, yeah, pan out pretty well. Um, like if you you got to go back to like 2014 draft classes to be to like look at the top 14 picks and see like who actually like panned out from there. So that 2014 is actually that Brady Aiken was was taken. Okay, the first two guys. So Aiken didn't even sign with the Astros. Tyler Colec was the pick, second pick by the Mons. Never heard of that dude in my life. <laughs> next two picks were Carlos Rodon and Kyle Schwarber, who have both been all stars or all MLB team, yeah. whatever. They both been all stars at some point. Next, next two picks after that, Nick Gordon, who I'm pretty sure is D Gordon's brother, okay. who is still in the minors, and is still like a I guess top prospect. Um, and Alex Jackson is a catcher, or now he's an outfielder. Um. Apparently he's on the Braves, according to this, drafted by the Mariners. Never heard of him in my life. After that, you got Aaron Nola, who was an all-star. Kyle Freeland, who was decent for one year. Jeff Hoffman, who's been mediocre. Conforto, who was an all-star once. And then you got this guy, Max Pentecost, who I've never heard of. Another lefty pitcher I've never heard of on the Brewers. Um, Trey Turner, Tyler Beattie, and Sean Newcomb. So about like half of those guys have panned out. And a
0: majority of those guys that did pan out are pitchers.
1: Pitchers, yeah. So you, yeah. Even if they Rodon, weren't like, like Jeff Hoffman's, Nola. like he's serviceable. Exactly. Yeah. Rodon, Nola, Freeland, and Hoffman. Four of those guys are pitchers. Then Trey Turner, Conforto, and Rodon. Yeah. So or
0: Schwarber,
1: go. I mean Schwarber. not Rodon.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So I don't know that that would just be me. So the fact that you would take a catcher, and catchers take a long time to develop too. Like we talked, we've talked yeah. about this before. Like Joey Bart did not play well He's last year. He not ready.
1: He was <laughs> not ready. Rushman still hasn't played a big league inning. Well, that's I think I think that's still why Rushman's in the minors because they saw what happened with Joey Bart and they're like, we're not letting him have this that's happen. That's what I mean. Kid. The Pirates no matter if their hitting's ready. by, by the time. This guy's ready to
0: play. Like, Cabrian Hayes might be, like, 27 years old. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I guess the Pirates are slow playing. The GM must know that he's got time to turn it around. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't know what they're doing over there. But it's fine. It's fine because we got Kumar Rockers, so I don't really care. That's all that matters. Uh, and like I said, half-jokingly, we should call him up Friday to start because we have nothing. He's got to be better <laughs> than what we have. We're throwing yeah. out no, nobody.
1: Um, but, I, I mean, he, this this guy threw a threw a no-hitter against Duke his freshman year in the college playoffs, he threw, like, 120 pitches. Like, he's he's a bull. He's he's ready. you love to see it.
0: Hopefully he pans out. We don't have a Lasting's Miller's pitcher so. version on our team. I know, um, I know. But, all right, so let's get to the, you know, the real thing that people are here for. Maybe, I don't know. Some people like to mm-hmm. geek out on the draft like me and Keith. Uh, others are just here to throw their money away. So, yep. start with the Home Run Derby. Okay, so here's the current field. Shohei Otani, Joey Gallo, Pete Alonzo, Matt Olson, Sal Perez, Juan Soto, Trevor Story, and Trey Mancini. Even if you're a casual fan, you know at least four of those guys. Uh, nope. So, Keith, since the Home Run Derby has kind of changed formats in recent years, do you want to fill in our not-die-hard fans on how it
1: works? Mm-hmm. So, now I believe you get three minutes of hitting time you don't get those 10 outs anymore um each pitch can be thrown after the last pitch that was thrown when that ball lands that's when the next pitch can be thrown um if you hit a certain amount of home runs over like 450 feet or i don't know if it's just one or multiple then you get like an extra like bonus 30 seconds or 60 seconds something like that um but this format is so much more competitive they do it bracket style, so this year, you know, they seed it by you know home runs in the season. So it's Shohei Otani against Juan Soto, um, Joey Gallo against Trevor Story, Matt Olson against Trey Mancini, and Salvador Perez against Pete Alonso. Um, it's it is so so much fun to watch because it's 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 so fast paced, it's so competitive. Um, the if you can find the video of 2019. When Jock Peterson and Vladdy went into like six bonus or like three bonus rounds or whatever, um, trying to trying to break each other's tie, um, that was that was super fun to watch. And if, if we get anything like that in in this one, it's gonna be insane. And the best part
0: about this year's home run derby is that it's at oh, Coors Field. Let's go! I'm so hyped for that. And if you don't know, Coors Field is basically like a hitter's paradise yeah you can hit pop-ups in the gap that would be outs that travel like three rows deep there so like it's amazing um the outfield is spacious so you like defenses are far uh so yeah you gotta be you gotta be a strong guy to get it out still but like the ball carries there do you think mm-hmm. they break out the juiced ball for the home run derby they have to, i heard right?
1: they're not you know how they put the the baseballs and like the, the humid or whatever they're not doing that oh let's the go derby. they're not doing that for the <laughs> derby so they're gonna have yeah they're gonna
0: be flying they're gonna be flying so with that being said right who is your current pick i'll give you some odds okay at the home run derby so here you go you got otani at 300 gallo plus 450 Alonso, the defending champ plus 500 mm-hmm. Olsen plus 600. Sal Perez plus 800. Soto plus 800. Story, 900. He's the hometown guy. Uh, Mancini plus 1,200. So where are you going yeah. uh, with your pick?
1: I'm going with the sleeper pick. At least this is my sleeper pick because, you know, nobody shows shows love to our A's. But Matt Olsen, He just got such a swing that's made just to lift the ball. If he hits 450 tanks, in that Oakena stadium where the ball's not supposed to travel, I just can't even imagine what he's gonna do here. I, I just wish that right center field wall wasn't raised anymore. I know. If it was still low, oh my god. Because he just hits line drives that just keep going up. Um so I, I like him for this. This this is gonna be exciting.
0: Do you have a strong stay away guy where you're like don't put your money on him? Salvi.
1: Yeah. Salve because first of all he's up against Alonzo in the first round um especially I don't I don't know if Alonzo goes first or second but if Alonzo goes second I don't know how he mastered his first year in 2019 but he knew how to hit exactly the amount of home runs he had to hit um to to beat the other person with like 20 seconds left yeah and that was with his like cousin out there throwing terrible pitches (laughs) this this year he's got like one of the Mets bench bench coaches for him but um yeah, I, I going up against Salvi going up against an experienced guy in the derby uh definitely will not be good for him. And even after that he has to go up against Otani if or Otani or Soto. Yeah. If if he ends up somehow beating Pete, yeah.
0: Sal Perez is on the bad side of the bracket. Yeah. Yeah, he
1: he really is. And and he's a line drive guy too. Yeah. He's not a even though he will hit some crazy home runs. He uh he's a line drive guy. All right,
0: so yeah, I'm with you on that. Stay away from Sal Perez. Uh, why are you not taking Shohei
1: Ohtani? He leads um, the league in home the, runs. Well, he's he's not an experienced home runs every guy. The this, bra- this like format like surprisingly tires you out. Um, if you watch any of the other years, oh I forgot to explain this in the format too. You get one time out, in the middle of your three minutes or whatever. Yeah. So. You know, usually like a minute and a half through, um, or if you if you're not doing well at, like your first through your first minute, you just need a to regroup. Call it like, a 30 second timeout. Um, I just don't think Otani is. You know, he's not he's not gonna understand how much it's gonna take out of him, uh, especially with the wear and tear that's been going on his body through the season between pitching and hitting. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he played today which means he's flying – he doesn't have that long of a flight because like, they were in L.A. He's got to fly to Colorado, and he's going to play in the Derby, and he knows he's going to start the All-Star game tomorrow, either at DH or on the mound. Um, he's got a lot going so on. Yeah. He's got a lot <laughs> going on. And I think so does a little bit of a sleeper pick. Okay. That's, that's reasonable. The reason yeah.
0: I'm not picking Otani – I know I haven't given my pick yet – it's because that side of the bracket's mad hard. That's why I'm not yeah. taking him. Like, dude, it's him. Like, all right, he's got he's to beat Soto, who's got a good swing. Yep. Then he's going to have to beat Alonzo after that. And then even if he <laughs> does beat Alonzo, he's going to be shot by the time he gets yeah. to the last round. Because you know Alonzo's yeah. going to hit, like, a ton. So, like, he's going to have to crank out. Like, he needs Soto to go first and hit, like, 11 home runs. So, Otani can just, exactly. like, hit Which, the, I, which yeah. I think is the season total oh that was good timing right there yeah yeah all right so otani can get at like he needs the first round to not wear him down because him versus Mm -hmm. alonso if we get it is going to be like the battle of the century
1: yeah yeah i don't Um, so you know how we were were talking about line drive hitters before I, i was i was mentioning it with like salving stuff yeah technically line drives are better for this type of home run derby format because you can't hit the ball until that the ball you hit lands. yes so if you're hitting these towering home run you gotta wait It takes like 15 seconds to land you lose all that time yeah you so. gotta got try to hit
0: ropes out yeah the guy i'm going with i'm going joey gallo even before i saw plus 450 i think that's pretty good odds um i don't think you can go wrong with him or alonzo at plus 500 i mean obviously these are fluid no. but joey gallo plus 450 let's give you keith said before you know matt Olson's swing is built for home runs have you seen joey gallo swing a baseball bat this man has no idea how to hit anything other than home runs i'm pretty sure like what is he career he's a career 213 hitter but he's got 144 (laughs) homers on his career that's all he does is hit home runs um this year he's slugging 522 he's got 24 home runs he's hot as of late and like i said he's on a tear he's on a tear trust me i'm playing against him in fantasy baseball because of course (laughs) i am against Otani last week when he hit like 12 home runs i'm playing against him this week it's ridiculous um but i think one of the big dudes is going to end up winning this because this is going to be a battle of who's got the best stamina and listen joey gallo is ginormous number one
1: yeah, he's, a- he's huge
0: and number two his normal swing is i'm going to try to hit the ball 600 feet So, like, this is not different for him. Like, this is just what he does. Like, that's the only swing he knows. It's going to be a show. It's going to be a show. Uh, Real quick before I go to some prop bets. No love for the hometown guy, Trevor Story? No. Don't
1: care. Okay. There you go, I guess. Literally, I'm I'm counting him out. Who's he up against? I forgot. He's going against Gallo in the first round. Oh, yeah. Absolutely not.
0: (laughs) Absolutely not. And then, obviously, Mancini. I hope he does well but I don't think he has a Mancini chance to Mancini would be a
1: great story. Yeah. Mancini against like Otani, I think someone said in the finals would be an amazing story. That but... would be. You
0: yeah, see, I wouldn't mind losing it's... my pick on that, but that's all right. You know? Yeah. Uh, so let's get to some prop bets here for the people that really like to bet on basically everything. Okay. So mm-hmm. for, for right now you can bet the over under on the length of the longest home run. So, it's currently set at 510 and a half feet. So, would you take the over on that or the under? Just for the people at home. What was it? 510 400? and a
1: half feet. Oh, 510 and a
0: half. The longest home run at Coors Field, I believe, is Giancarlo Stanton, 504.
1: 510 is deep. This is 510 is deep. <laughs> i think i have to go under on that okay i don't think i've 10 if i like especially
0: really especially
1: with this this type of format that they have where i don't i don't think someone's gonna hit one that far i think like 495 fish and of course i'm gonna say this No, you know time's gonna hit one like yeah 530 tomorrow so you're going but, with the under no. I'm, going, I'm still
0: going on Listen, I'm taking the over. And the <laughs> only reason I'm taking the over is because they're not going to put the ball in the humidor. Which means you yeah. just need Pete Alonso or Joey Gallo in glorified batting practice to get a hold of one ball in the first round and just send it. Yeah. <laughs> like 50 rows deep into the upper deck. Like that's all you need one time. Uh, and I think one of I them think, might be I able to do it. I think you have to it. hit it
1: onto the concourse if like yeah like dance a Stan hit one the one that was 504 he hit it to left center field and it went to like the third to last row up there so if yeah, you're, you're gonna have to, to, have to like, hit Kong it over or,
0: if you pull yeah. it into left field it's got to be at all those seats
1: yeah, yeah if you if you hit it if you hit it down the line like not left center field like the regular left field i think you have to hit it over the concession stand that's there that's insane. To get it over 500 feet. That would be insane.
0: Also, I mean, I'm thinking, because my pick's galleys he's a left-handed hitter. I'm thinking, like, that that upper, upper deck, like, yeah, all the upper, way up there. Like, 20 rows back. Too. Yeah. Like, that's where, that's where I think you're going to have to hit the ball. Um, yeah. Listen, I think MLB wants to put on a show, especially with all the sticky stuff thing. They're trying to get rid of it. I wouldn't be surprised if it's no humidor and the juice ball and the things are just flying out. Flying. Um so Lying. me and Keith are split on that one. Uh who do you think hits the longest home run? Let me give you some odds. Joey Gallo plus three fifty, Alonzo four twenty five, Olson seven hundred, Perez eight hundred, uh Otani four hundred, story six hundred, soto seven fifty, Mancini a thousand. I think I'm going with Otani.
1: Okay. I think he's going to be the one who does it. That's interesting. Just because he's he's like consistently hit them like over like 450. Yeah. And he hit 33 of them. Not over <laughs> not 33 over 450. But yeah. But he's at 33 home runs this year and like I feel like every time he hits one's over like 440
0: 450. Yeah, I mean he hits the ball really far. Um yeah. Just with the odds in play, I'd rather take Alonzo with the extra 425 as opposed to 400. Uh, but I don't think mm-hmm. you can go, once again, can't go wrong with either one of those guys. I nope, uh, mean, Keith wrong. are kind of on the same page there. Um, you can bet on the exact outcome. We're not going to do this right now because we could be here all night. But go through your bracket. Who do you think wins each thing, like each matchup? Yeah. I... You can just run through it. So Otani or Soto?
1: Yeah.
0: Otani. Okay. And then
1: Alonzo wins on that side. Okay, and then so you have Otani versus eight. Pete in the Ohtani semis. Otani versus Pete. Yeah, that's gonna be scary. <laughs> it's gonna that's gonna be one of those like Vlad against Doc Peterson. Yeah, where they're gonna go like three bonus rounds. I just gotta take. I think Otani's just gonna do it. He's gonna do it to him. But so okay, this is where this is where my Matt Olson side comes to play. So now I got Trevor Story against Gallo. Gallo wins that. I got Matt Olson against Mancini. Olsen wins that. I got Olson beating Gallo, and then I got Olson beating Otani, because Otani's okay. gonna be too tired from going, be going tired. like 18 extra rounds with yeah.
0: Um I like that. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna stick with Otani and Pete on that side because I just can't take Sal Perez and Juan Soto right now. Like I'm just gonna take the two favorites. Mm. On the right, obviously, I'm gonna take Gallo because that's my guy to win it. I'm going to take yep. Mancini upset first round over your boy Matt Olson. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'm just I'm doing it cuz you know, you there's going to be it. one person that's going to be upset and yep. I want it to be Mancini only because what he's been technically, through. Technically technically Pete is an upset. Yeah, I mean technically, but it's not. Tec- <laughs> it's not. Um so I I'm going to go with Mancini there and then Gallo crushes him. I'm going to take Pete to beat Otani. And then just have the two gigantic people <laughs> go at it in the championship. Go at it. Uh, but Gallo had a much easier path. He's got more stamina, and he beats Alonzo mm-hmm. to win
1: the home run derby. I I hope that one happens more than mine, honestly.
0: Uh, well, you know what? I'm glad. That's, that's pretty <laughs> sweet.
1: Um, two
0: more we got, okay? So mm-hmm. you can bet on the handedness – of the winner, this is like ridiculous. Lefty, lefty or righty? So righty is plus one twenty, lefty is minus one fifty five. You're yeah. still gonna
1: ride the left-handed side. I'm still going lefty. I mean, this obviously it's like that because there's more lefties in here. Yeah, I think. I think it's is split. There one? No, is it even? Is it split. even? Yeah. Oh right? man, because you got realize. Soto,
0: Otani, or lefties. Yes. Olsen It is four and four. And Gallo. Yeah. It felt like there were more lefties. Weird. The reason I'm also going to go lefty is because you get Otani and Gallo. And and Olsen. Yeah. So, like, yeah. the only right-hander I can see winning it is Pete. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, we're on the same page there with the left-handed hitters. Um, And then you can pick the league of the winner. So, American League minus 195, National League plus
1: 150. I think the only American National League again. guy that has a chance is Pete. Is Pete. Because, again, you get Olsen, you get Otani. Um, Gallo. And you get Olsen. Oh, yeah, yeah. I asked Gallo. I said Olsen already. And so. if
0: Mancini makes it out of that side, you get Mancini and, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, basically that whole side is against Story. Wait, is it? Is it only two? No, there's three NL guys. Yeah, because Soto. Yeah, yeah. so uh, you get to go American League there for sure. They have the big boppers outside of Pete Alonso. I think it's going to be a great time. Um, so before we, that was all the prop bets we have. So before I tease the next show here, like I said before, if you're on YouTube and you liked it, subscribe to the channel, hit us up, you comment, share with a friend, whatever. If you want more betting stuff, cause I know a lot, we give betting picks every week. Uh, but if you want more betting picks, obviously let me and Keith know, um, no beat the streak today. Cause obviously there's no games until Thursday. And we don't know who's going to be starting outside of like a handful of teams. So Got nothing for you there. Um, If you're on Apple or Spotify, make sure you rate and review, subscribe, and follow us. Beak Brands on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And like I said, check out the website, BeakBrands.com. All the written content is there. If you're a fantasy player, we got fantasy stuff there. If you're a football guy, like I said before, our 32 and 32 series starts up in about two weeks um and it's a pre- preview of every single team you got real life football fantasy football nuggets we got you covered so it's a nice way to get you back into football mode because i know if you're listening to this most of you are in baseball mode um and like i said tuesday you'll probably have a nice tom upset piece about conor mcgregor so if you're a ufc guy um you can check that out as well and look that's what we got so Me and Keith are going to see what happens with the All-Star game, the Home Run Derby, and, like, the two days of games we're going to get before next week. Um, We ourselves might take an All-Star break. We haven't decided yet on what's going to happen. If there's something that blows up between now and then, obviously, we won't. But if Oh, I'm going to be in Pittsburgh with the Mets. Oh, well, yeah, I forgot about that. Keith's not even going to be here, so we're going to take an All-Star break. Um, There we go. But if some— If something super significant happens, I'll hop on a couple minutes by myself, hit us up, and then we'll get Keith's thoughts when he's back. Um, But, look, enjoy the Home Run Derby. Enjoy the All-Star game. You get a little two-day break, which is unfortunate. uh, But, listen, if you're bored, speakbrands.com. So, that's what we got for you today. So, Keith, enjoy Pittsburgh next weekend. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon, and everybody else, same thing.